0: Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry, we've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess Replay. Enjoy.
1: Bet you didn't know about this contest. Canada's best restroom. Nope. I did not. So I guess this company every year lets people submit the best bathrooms across the country. They can't be in your own house.
2: Actually, I vaguely remember. I feel like a museum or something won last year. Museum no, bathroom. No, it was
1: an ice cream shop. Oh,
2: maybe. I'm and wrong. I'm looking okay. at
1: a picture of it, and the got toilets to. got sprinkles on the back on the tank. Mm-hmm. They got like a a cherry. It looks like a cherry, but I'm pretty sure it's the toilet brush. Um, the floor has sprinkles on it. it looks pretty cool, actually. Oh, okay. uh, oh, that doesn't uh, cool. Look cool. Okay. So yeah, it's like if it's a different bathroom or it seems kind of cool, you can submit it. And then the owners of the restaurant have to be on board, obviously. Yeah. Submit pictures and things. Um, The Toronto Zoo, I guess, also had a bathroom make the top list last year because they have a rainforest theme. That was the one. Okay. Yeah. That was the
2: one. I do remember uh, hearing about this. Now I wonder, do they like? Yeah, they look fancy and cool, but do they also rate it on like cleanliness of the bathroom to make sure that there's not like. cockroaches crawling out yeah sure cockroaches that's not what you're thinking about in the
1: bathroom
2: yeah no Um, were you going to say something no Mm. I uh, have this for later but maybe we can discuss this now I don't know why I thought about this but uh, have you ever used a bidet a day, yeah.
1: Uh, no, I have not. I have not even seen one in person. Yeah,
2: I feel like that's more. I, th- I think it's a European thing. No no, 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 I think it's a European thing. Have you, uh, would you ever consider you use it when you're <laughs> oh, yeah. a ah. uh. Okay, no. would you ever consider <laughs> yeah. using it?
1: Um. Maybe just to see what it's all about, but it yeah. seems weird. It does when your seem. But it's all wet, str- and yeah.
2: cold. Yeah. Are you gonna sit there for a while while your butt Shake dries? It off. Yeah. yeah. When we moved into our house, they had. It was basically just like yeah. I think they used it as a bidet, but it was just a hose that like. <laughs> So you just sit, yeah sit on the toilet and then a you know, hose, hose, yourself, beside the toilet? hose yourself down, basically. It wasn't like a garden hose. It was meant for the toilet. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm picturing like a green garden hose. No,
2: no, no. It was actually meant for the toilet, but we actually got rid of that toilet because I'm like, I don't want to.
1: Now I'm thinking about how you like to drink from the garden hose and you had a, that. There. It wasn't a
2: garden hose oh. on the toilet. <laughs> and
1: no, I wasn't drinking water out of the toilet.
0: You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay.
1: A while back we talked about um, the worst roads to drive on or our favorite roads yeah. to drive on. Yep. Okay. I was thinking about this on my way to work this morning. Where is the worst light to get stopped at?
2: Ooh. Do, 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 do. Like are there any
1: you avoid? Uh,
2: well, there's one I uh, there's one that I don't necessarily avoid but when i go there i know i'm gonna be waiting forever and it Mm -hmm. actually pisses me off every time and i'm like why do i keep going so sometimes if i'm gonna like head east from work i will drive down 12th avenue yeah and i'll get to 12th in winnipeg (laughs) and that light it's long when you're waiting east west you're waiting there forever yeah it's ridiculous yeah so that's the one that i again i don't Avoid, but I. Every time I go there, I'm like, "Why do I come this way?" Yeah, and get you get angry. annoyed. Yeah,
1: I get annoyed with, um, Vic and Broad. I think that light is so long,
2: which go, like any direction, like it well like, coming
1: into downtown, especially okay. when, um, when I'm coming to work, yeah, five o'clock. You're sitting there and you can get stuck there for so long. I'm like, why doesn't it change? What's with these sensors? Well I'm like, do the sensors truly work that well? I know no. that people
2: say you should flash your bright, so sometimes I do that. I'm like, I don't know if this actually
1: It works on some. It does not work on that one.
2: So what do you do then? You turn I right. just sit there. Well oh, you, you there. I used
1: to turn right, but I've been wanting to park right at the front door. Mm-hmm. Um so I'll just wait through it, but I hate it. And then the other one that's really bad is turning off of Vic onto University Park Drive. Turning
2: on, okay.
1: If you're turning left, like say you were heading uh, west toward downtown, yeah, and, you and then to- you wanted to turn yeah. left into there to go to Vic Square Mall, oh, that left turn light, I've had days, there was actually one time I got stuck there and the light cycled through oh, five that's times. The- five! And they didn't do the turn light.
2: That's when I get into uh, the thought that uh, here's my conspiracy theory. I think someone's sitting at the city, city hall, just like oh, I'm not gonna click the turn signal on him. I'm gonna mess with these people and make their day just horrible. I don't think that actually happens, but
1: it feels like it sometimes.
2: It feels like it.
0: This is the Mark and Jess replay. Hopefully, this break is better than the last one.
1: You know Eric Braden. The name might not be familiar, but if you saw him, he's been on Young and the Restless for over forty years.
2: Yeah, I I had to Google him. I yeah I recognized him. I had no idea that that was his name, and yeah, he's been on the forty he, years. Yeah. Crazy, what a run!
1: He's the guy with the mustache.
2: Yeah, great stash.
1: So yeah, he uh, was talking about he how like he didn't always have a mustache, and then they kind of like asked him. To come back as a different character and grow a mustache, and now it's like that's his iconic look. He said, "Yeah, uh, we love you. We have to have you back." He had been on the show for like an episode. They wanted him back, but as a different character, and they said, "Could you grow a mustache?" And so then he like started growing it. This was a different show, I guess, and then he kept it for The Young and the Restless.
2: Mm, Gotcha.
1: Um, So yeah. Anyway, that's kind of how it all came to be. But I was thinking about. Like when people make the decision that they're gonna have a mustache or facial hair, like you, mm-hmm. do you remember that? Like when you decided, okay, I'm gonna do this now, and then what were people like? Because I find that anyone in my life that's decided to grow a mustache, the first time they come out in it, you're like, what are you doing? Yeah,
2: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mustaches kind of seem like goofy almost yeah, i yeah. feel like right um no i don't i don't i don't remember when that decision was made i feel like it was just made when i could actually grow facial hair I'm like, yeah. oh this is cool i'm gonna have facial hair now um and your mom didn't
1: say like go back upstairs and shave no no i don't think so <laughs> She's just like. and,
2: okay, and now it. i feel like it's weird when i don't which isn't often but if i don't have facial hair mm-hmm. It's part of you now. It's part of me. And I don't think Casey likes me without facial hair. Yeah. I just look stupid. So I like having a little bit. Something. Yeah. I don't think I could do just the mustache.
1: Yeah.
2: Because again, then the rest of my face
1: is exposed.
2: And yeah.
1: Uh, If Drew ever decided to do a mustache, I'd be like, no. Has he ever had... Facial hair? Can he grow facial (laughs) hair? Is, I guess, the first question. I remember when we got together, he tried to do Movember. Oh, boy. And it just turned into, like, a neck beard. Like, that's the only place it would grow. So, he's like, well, do I, like, shave this or do I leave it? Because it's not really a mustache. But he had no mustache.
2: Yeah. For the whole month couldn't grow a mustache.
1: No, there was just like by the end a tiny little peach fuzz, so he can't do it. Oh, that's
2: cute. <laughs> by the way, this whole break, I, all I've been thinking about is how crooked your glasses are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: they- okay, okay, here's another story. So, this okay, happened yeah. uh last week, I lost my glasses, <laughs> big surprise, yeah, shocker. Um, and Drew found them and they were inside a blanket on our couch oh yeah okay and he had been sitting on them so the glasses are a little wrecked and I've been trying to fix them
2: well but (laughs) it's not the first time that you've had crooked glasses
1: I know but these ones are bad look at this like sticks out instead of going in
2: Uh, and glasses are pretty expensive to replace and
1: I already replaced these arms recently (laughs) because I broke them in my purse
2: You're a disaster Speaking of that You said you lost your ID Have you found it? Yes Okay Let's hear that (laughs) Look at the journey We're going on With this break
1: So I had lost my ID And I had called Drew To find it Because I was in Saskatoon And I wasn't being Let into the bar Yes And uh, Tell us how you got Let into the bar Drew finally took a picture of my passport and then I showed it to them and they said, it will work this time, but never again.
2: Yeah. Let's not say the bar because then the government might go and get mad at them.
1: Yes. But yeah, so they let me in with my passport. So, um, I had called Drew and said, can you see if my pass or if my license is yeah. at home? I don't have it on me and I need a picture of it to get in. He looked in... Uh, the wallet that I told him to look in and then he started looking in every purse that I own and I was like okay whatever just go get my passport it's fine and I got home the second purse he opened I literally opened it and it was sitting right there I don't know how this guy didn't see it (laughs) when you ask a
2: man to search for something you always have to follow up after to look because we're brutal at searching for things
0: you're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay
2: I was going to bring up something for this break, but I've changed my mind last minute because off air, you were just saying that you texted somebody (laughs) in your life. Can I say who? Yeah. Your mom. And she didn't respond to you. She read it. Yeah. And didn't respond. No. Now, when did you send this text?
1: I sent this text yesterday morning at 8.58. 8.50.
2: Okay. So it's been over 24 hours.
1: Yeah. So... She read it like at nine. I remember it said nine a.m. She had read it. Now she just can we know
2: like what what was the topic? Well, it's a,
1: it might be TMI, but I don't care. I'm open. An oh, open book. Fire away then. Um, I was talking to. because I have, through my pregnancy, been trying to find out my bra size. Mm -hmm. And it's been a real struggle for me. And I've been reading things online, whatever. And over the weekend, I had actually gone to Victoria's Secret and they measured. And they did it in a different way. And so I was like explaining to her how they did it in a different way. And now I found my size and it's great. And I must've been doing it wrong all along. Nothing.
2: And then, yeah, so you're like excited. (laughs) This is great. I found a bra that's going to fit me. And she read and didn't even, couldn't even... Even thumbs up Give for you or
1: like it, nothing. Nothing, just mm. mm-hmm. cool
2: story. Do you think your mom's listening right now? No, she listens to the podcast. Well, this is one hundred percent going in the podcast. And since it's going in the podcast, mm-hmm. if she doesn't respond to you by this time tomorrow, yeah, we might have to call her.
0: <laughs> like, Hey, why don't you care about my growing boobs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The Replay with Mark and Jess.
2: I saw this last week. I don't know if you talked about it or not, but... It was Jamie Lee Curtis wondering why artists don't have concerts during the day rather than night. Did you talk about this? Yes, yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. She's like, why are there no matinees? I'm not going to go see Coldplay if they start their show at 9 and there's an opening act. I want to hear Coldplay at 1 p.m. Yeah. I'm actually 100% on board for this. I
1: would be too. I think it would be cool. Or, okay, maybe I know you still want to have like the nightlife part of a concert, mm-hmm. right? Like a country show comes through, Thomas Rhett's going to want to be performing at night. Which is Fine, yeah. But that's fine. Do your party and then two o'clock the next afternoon, do a matinee. Do You're an- already in town. Yeah. You know? And then the older crowd and people like us, yeah. <laughs> older crowd, 30 plus. Yeah, exa- uh, yeah, yeah, would yeah go exactly. Yeah, That one.
2: That's actually really good idea because yeah if you go to a concert sometimes sometimes you're not getting out of there until super late Well, and then
1: that's the thing you get out of there late and then you're stuck in the parking lot yeah. Yeah. and then you don't get home until like one in the morning sometimes well,
2: well and then it makes it easier even for you know if you're going to saskatoon for a concert and coming back that night you're not driving at two in the morning or whatever yeah, it's exactly. like you're driving at four o'clock in the afternoon or five o'clock in the afternoon i dealt this
1: Will take off.
2: Will take off. But, but I she's like your right. Point. Like
1: one of the ones she said is Bruce Springsteen. She's like, You're old. What are you doing? Yeah,
2: that's true. Bruce. <laughs> yeah, Bruce might actually get on board with that because how old is he? He's got to be in his 70s yeah. or close to. Yeah. Yeah, 73. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to stay up that late either. No. But he has to because that's his work schedule. So maybe he gets the matinees going and catches on yeah maybe yeah it's just the older groups doing it the younger people might yeah like Thomas Ratt he's well no wait a second What? he's 30 plus
1: yeah yeah I know but the people that go to the shows maybe are more party animals yeah
2: they're young bucks that want (laughs) to let loose
1: the Mark and Jess replay a mom from Argentina recently called the police for kind of an odd reason or Mm -hmm. so it would seem she couldn't tell her twin babies apart
2: (laughs) Oh, but you don't call the police for that.
1: Well, okay, so that's what I thought. And then I was looking, and in Argentina, when the babies are born, they take their fingerprints.
2: Oh, so she's calling saying, hey, can you come
1: fingerprint my kids so we can figure out who's who? Because I guess she said when they were first born, she put like a ribbon on the one. And then they outgrew it, and then she like forgot after a bath to put it back on that one. And then they got sick; their onesies got mixed up, and she's just completely well. Thank goodness
2: they do the fingerprinting so you can tell, right? Yeah,
1: but here, what do you do?
2: I bet it's happened before where twins are born. Yeah, they're they're, you know given their names, and then somehow their names switch. Their names switch. I bet you it's happened before.
1: You don't think so? Uh, I don't know. I feel like you would know what your baby looks like. And yeah, but know. they're identical twins. Yeah, but you don't think there's just something about them. You know?
2: I don't know. You got to you got to do what Michael Scott did in the office and get a sharpie and re- <laughs> write like you know put a little mark on their arm or something. Because I don't uh- paint their nails paint their the ribbon like she except you need something more permanent maybe a tattoo (laughs) tattoo your infant (laughs) to make sure you can tell
0: them apart the replay with mark and jess
2: earlier we kind of talked about bidets and uh i don't know if you saw the text from megan did you see it on her she said it's
1: not that crazy
2: she said 10 out of 10 on the bidet we experienced that in Japan a few years ago, and it was surprisingly okay. Much more chill than what I expected. I think she's kind of referring to maybe she expected it to be pretty pressurized, <laughs> and maybe it wasn't. Um, oh, yeah, because she follows up and says, I think a misconception about it is that it aggressively shoots you, but it's quite gentle.
1: Quite gentle. Well, but- then does not do anything if you have no water pressure? Oh, that's the thing, too. It's like... I'd rather
2: the pressure. What kind? Yeah, get what, in there. to yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like do it. Like a it car right. wash. Yeah. Get the get the water pressure up and really get in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, do you have to then sit for a while longer, probably, well, like we talked about? Say. It's like, you probably have to sit for a while longer to air dry. Yeah. Or unless it's a real fancy one. and It's, it's got the fan. <laughs> Just like a car wash. Maybe. You never know. I mean, I'm sure there are different uh, levels of fancy. Well, there probably are when it comes to bidets, right? You get oh, the yeah. real, like, the Cadillac of bidets. You probably even
1: have one that's got, like, a little
0: UV light there tan uh, your butt.
2: Maybe. Maybe a little hand massager. Gets your
0: butt cheeks. You know, you never know. The Mark and Jess Replay.
2: You know what I love about this time of year? Mm. Not that the sun is up later, but the shock and surprise in all of us when we have conversations about it. Like, yeah. do, you, do you find that where it's like, oh man, look at the days are getting longer. The sun's up. This is awesome. It's like the first time we've ever experienced it.
1: Yeah, I know. And but it happens every year. It
2: happens every Single, yeah, yeah, but still, it is. Yeah, (laughs) have you noticed? Yeah, (laughs) six o'clock. It's it's wonderful. I know. I went to indoor golf last night, and normally it's like I go out the door and it's pretty dark. Last night, I'm like, God, I gotta throw my sunglasses on. This is perfect. (laughs) What about time change? What's our What's our feeling on time change? I don't understand. Do people not like changing their clocks, or they do?
1: They always seem to complain yeah. in the other provinces. So
2: we got it good here? Is that what I you're telling me? I think we got me? it
1: good because we just kind of... The worst part about us is we just got to figure out what time zone we're in now. Because uh, we'll be in Central. We were in Central. Now we're back in Mountain Time. Oh, we jumped. We jumped. On Sunday, right? they, they changed their clocks. So now we're the same as Alberta. Uh-huh. So they're, they're always on Mountain Time. So we're Mountain Time now.
2: Is that right? Oh, that's... Hmm. I always... I, whenever they. Whenever I look something up online and it says a time zone, it's always like, then I got to go Google and figure out what time zone we're in. I always just say,
1: what's, what's Saskatchewan time? Is that... Yeah, we should have a... Do I not? just Google Saskatchewan time and usually it will tell us. tell me what time it is here. Like, if, but if... You, yeah, but if you're... I call it that, though. Oh, yeah. Like, that time zone. Saskatchewan but if you're wanting time. to watch
2: the Oscars... Mm-hmm you got to figure out, okay, it's saying Eastern time. Okay, what time is it out East? Okay, now you got to figure How out. How many
1: hours different are we from them? Yeah. So I think we're back down. We're back to two-hour difference again.
2: I oh, think. just one hour
1: before? Yeah, because we were in Central, so we were... Toronto. Manitoba is Central time, Alberta is Mountain time, and we just kind of lump we, up with the... Go,
2: yeah, we'll jump on board. Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. In Toronto right now, it's 10-11. Uh, yeah. And in Calgary time... yeah. Yeah,
1: so that's how I know because when we jump into the Manitoba, we're closer to out there so then we're only an hour difference. And when we jump into the mountain time, we're closer to BC so then we're only an hour difference
0: from them.
2: This has confused me (laughs) greatly.
0: The Mark and Jess Replay. He's world famous
1: and he's here to interpret a dream for you. Here's
0: Mark The dream interpreter.
2: And you've been saying you've been having lots of uh weird, wild, yeah, very vivid dreams. Yes. So let's hear this one.
1: Okay, so in this dream, I went to a dog friendly movie theater.
2: Oh, cool. Did those exist?
1: I don't think so, but I wish they did. Yeah, they should. It was a really old theater with like the old seats. Um, yeah. and there were mountains of popcorn Ooh. all over the floor, Mountains, old popcorn, gross popcorn. Oh, mountains. Um, so I'm watching the movie with Molly and all of a sudden I can't find her. Mm-hmm. She is pouncing over in the corner or something. I get up.
2: It's going to be like a mouse. Or she killed a mouse.
1: That was the dream.
2: That was the dream. Okay.
1: Yeah. I had to wake up. I was terrified. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, let's start
2: off with the dog-friendly movie theater. Yeah. I mean, that's just an obvious. You love dogs. You've stumbled across a brilliant idea. You should probably make it happen ASAP. If you don't, you're missing out. Mountains of Old Popcorn. (sniffs) Hmm. What is the Mountains of Old Popcorn? Uh, a dream recently that another one that had something to do with popcorn or am I
1: I don't remember that hmm.
2: maybe
1: that was your dream
2: yeah was I dreaming about popcorn
1: <laughs> mountains of old
2: popcorn huh Were you you at uh, Mosaic Stadium recently, saw those big garbage bags they have of popcorn, and just, that's the reason? (laughs) No. No. You've stumped the Dream Interpreter on that one. Wow. And then Molly there, pouncing in the corner on a mouse. Yeah. Yeah, that's just your fear of... Of mice. Of mice, yeah. Hmm. This wasn't my strongest uh No, I thought you'd
1: have bet, uh, better... I know,
2: I've got to dust off the cobwebs. <laughs> I've, I'm
1: rusty. Join us next time when Mark, the dream interpreter,
0: does a deep dive into the dream world on Play 92. Number one for dream interpreting. The Mark and Jess Replay.
2: A guy in a small Saskatchewan town is looking to break a world record. Um, Gary Grady is his name, and he owns Big Mer's in Dundurn. Big Mer's is bar, restaurant there in Dundurn. And the world record that he wants to break is... What's the wording of it? It's the most inflatable dinosaur costumes, like people wearing inflatable dino yeah. co- dinosaur costumes in one place at one time, I think is the, the wording for okay, it. Okay, so
1: what's the world record?
2: 380 people. This was set last
1: summer in Portland, Oregon. How many people live in Dundurn? Oh
2: boy, that's a good question. Uh, Around population, that? Probably population of Dun, Dundurn, Sask. Let's see. Ah! As of 2006, so a long time ago, 647 people.
1: Okay, so, so if a- every household sends somebody. You might be okay.
2: But it doesn't even have to be people just in Dundern. You, you can show up. Yeah, like you and I could go there and show up and do it. And it's going to be happening July 1st huh. this summer. So people can uh, call Big Mers and be like, hey, I'm gonna come and then I think that way they kind of have an idea of you know how many people they can expect I, don't, yeah. I feel
1: like 380 they can do it uh, that's not that bad no see how do you find these kind of world records to be? like that seems like a very achievable world record I know
2: I know I think you just have to come up with something you know, think kind of it of, like
1: he was like oh, it would be fun to have a dinosaur party and then he maybe looked it up oh and then is saw that yeah. yeah
2: we gotta find one that is easily achievable yeah I don't know what that is but one day we will you know, attempt to break a Guinness World Record. This just reminded me too. We still got to get that dinosaur named on. Well, yeah, the balls Drive. in your court. Well, not my court. The city's court. Oh. They're still.
1: I thought that you were handling it. Dealing
2: something. with something over there. I don't know. Uh, anyway, dealing with something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is kind of a side note. Have you ever golfed at Dakota Dunes? Nope. Okay, so there's a army base in Dundurn. Yeah. That. Sometimes they'll do trainings and stuff Where you're golfing at Dakota Dunes And it's quite a ways off But they're like doing a training And explosions and stuff are going off As you're <laughs> While golfing While you're golfing?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be so annoying
2: ah, Not as bad as if you're here in the city At the Royal Regina Where you're dealing with trains Planes And you're also dealing with uh, RCMP barracks
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say in automobiles well, I was going <laughs> to
2: yes, that's where I was going with it. I should have completed that.
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. Tell
2: me good. Mm-hmm. With Mark and Jess. This is really cool. Janie's Life Changing Baked Goods is a bakery in Manhattan and it was opened by Janie. And Janie discovered that she loved baking when she was 25 and recovering from addictions. So she found that it was, you know, just calmed her down. It was meditative, all this kind of stuff. And it gave her, you know, a a second shot at life kind of thing. So she wanted to, you know, give other people a second shot at life. So with her bakery, um, they have an open... Open door hiring policy, meaning if someone is coming in ready, willing to work, and enthusiastic, it doesn't matter about their background. It doesn't matter if they've been to prison, if they're homeless, whatever. If they come and they're willing to work, she's hiring them and she's quite successful. She now has actually two bakeries and 15 employees working for her. It's pretty cool that she's giving people a second shot.
1: Oh, that's great. so, a server in Nebraska uh, recently had an encounter with Jason Derulo. Um, his family had gone into this restaurant. I feel like when you supper. say his
2: name, you have to say it like you do. Know,
1: Jason Derulo. Better, there you go. Uh, <laughs> his family went in for a $759 dinner. Ooh. Um, and. He, I guess, really liked the service, so he decided to tip the server five thousand uh, dollars. Baby, this guy ends up posting it on TikTok, saying, "Thank you, you've just covered uh, a semester of school for me." Oh, that's yeah. really
2: cool.
0: Tell me something good.